Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked Working Professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created.
Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody, we thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. 
Let's just go ahead and just 
going to a moment right now we're getting ready for our sunday word amen so we thank god that you're here we thank god that you have joined us and don't think that is by chance that you're here with us on today but i know that god has such a great word for you through our love series that we have been talking about about love and about patience and kindness that equal up to love so we're going to go ahead and just go into play and then we'll be right back and go into the word ladies and gentlemen is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
worship the Lord on this morning. It's something about when we're worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he hears our worship. He hears our praise. We have to continue to worship him in spite of whatever it is that we may need. Hallelujah. So let's just go ahead and worship him. And I just want to encourage somebody on this morning. Even though they may not call your name. Your job may not call your name. Maybe your mother may not call your name. Or your father. Or your wife or your husband. Come on now. Maybe your children. Whoever. But know that he will call your name. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Jehovah. He will call our name. Because he knows our name. I know that it seems like it does not fit what's going on in your life right now. But know that he knows your name. Know that he knows what you're going through. Know that he knows that no matter what the situation may be, that he's going to call your name. Amen? Hallelujah. So come on. I need you to understand that he knows your name. So you just got to just worship him. You got to praise him. You have to lift him up. You have to let him know that you know that you know that he is your father. That he is the kings of kings. That he is the lords of lords. Hallelujah. Because guess what? At the end of the day we may know that we have suffered for the loss of all things. But we count them as rubbish. That's right. That we may gain Christ and find him. And that's not having our own righteousness. But it's all from the righteousness through our faith in Christ. Amen. So come on and let's just thank God for flooding our mind with his peace. For allowing us to have joy. For allowing us to know that he loves us no matter what the situation may be. You know, even though we may walk through the valley in the shadow of death, we should not fear. We should not fear anything because God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of love and sound mind. So come on, y'all. Let's just cover our mind right now with the word of God. Let's cover our mind right now with his word because his word brings healing. His word brings deliverance. His word sets us free. And guess what? We shall reap if we trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and not lean to our own understanding. Come on now. We can be for sure and know that he continues to transform our mind through every storm through every heartbreak, through every pain, 
No matter if we feel it weary, God will give us the strength in our well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. So don't faint. Don't give up. Don't let go. Don't let out. Just know that you count all things for Christ. Hallelujah. Because we stand in his name. He is the resurrected kings of kings. He's the resurrected lords of lords. He is Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. So come on. Let's just give him just worship. Let's just give him just worship. Let's worship him not only with our lips, but let's worship him with our heart. Because he knows our name. Come on now, get in your own prayer place. Get in your own prayer position. Come on, prostrate however you have to prostrate. But know that he knows your name. Know that at the end of the day, that if nobody else calls your name or know your name, that he knows your name. Bro, sakaba shaya. Bro, sakaba sakataka. Bro, sikibe. Neshika bo sakataka. Bro, sikaba shaya. Jesus, we decree and declare on this day that we will stay in God 
Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. That we will continue to look onto the hills from which our help comes. And that's in our Lord Jesus. We shall wait and we shall mount up with our wings like an eagle. Now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we should not be weary. And we should not faint. But we should go forth and fulfill what God has called us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, let our altar, oh God, keep burning, oh God, for you. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost continue to run through us. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost be our portion. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost consume us now in the mighty name of Jesus. That we shall run with speed. We shall run expediently. Hallelujah. That we shall run exceedingly. Hallelujah. That we shall run forth and not faint. We shall run forth and not fall out. We shall run forth and not give up and be frustrated or disappointed. But we shall go forth and we shall press towards the mark of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we shall press through every barrel. We shall press through every door that tries to shut on us. We shall bust through that door and go forth to fulfill what God has called us to fulfill in this day, in this time. In the mighty name of Jesus, we shall confess with our mouths. We shall believe in our heart that he is our Lord, that he is our salvation, that he is the King of kings, that he is our everything. And we shall continue to call upon him in every trouble, in every situation. And we shall say, we shall speak to that mountain and that mountain shall be removed right now in the mighty name of Jesus because he knows our name in the mighty name of Jesus come on and let's just thank God come on and let's just give him praise let's just go ahead and lift up his name because he knows our name hallelujah I just can't get off of that right now because even though they may not never call your name even though they may not never mention your name you know most of the time when we're in church we want them to call our name we want them to speak good about us but let me tell you something there is something about a man named Jesus that would not only speak good about us but he will heal us he will deliver us he will set us free he will give us whatever we need so we don't need man to call our name we don't need man to know our name all we need is that Jesus Christ knows our name hallelujah come on come on let's just thank God right now hallelujah because he knows our name how oh, we give him glory come on bro Sakaya you gotta know how to step into that place 
our glory. You gotta have know how to get into that place in order to feel the glory of God. You gotta have that intimate relationship between you and God. Even though I'm standing here and I'm exalting the people, but you gotta be able to exalt God yourself, glory to God. Because guess what? The preacher may not be there. The preacher may not can pick up the phone. The preacher may not can meet you. So you gotta know how to get into a place and press in and get into this place called the, the holies of holies. Get into that holy place and begin to just call on that saying. Don't ask for anything. Don't ask them to do anything. Just say, I love you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Oh, God, I give you all the glory. Oh, God, I give you all the praise. I present my body unto you. I present myself unto you. Oh, God, do whatever you want to do. Cleanse me, God. Cleanse me, God. Oh, God, do whatever you need to do for me to be able to be what you want me to be. Not what I want to be, but what you want me to be. See, you got to get into a place where you got to die out and not think that you're always right or always think that it's about you. You got to know that it's only because of him that we are here. So you got to ask him, Lord, what is it that you need me to do for you? What is it? Why do you need me to go for you, Lord? Who do you need me to connect with, Lord? Why do you need me to connect with them, Lord? It needs to be that type of dialogue. Oh, die out to yourself on today. Bro, stop higher. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give them praise. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on and lift them up. Come on now. Come on, all about you. You don't have to look at me. You better get into your own praise, baby. Your own praise place. Your own praise. Because God is here. God is waiting for you to call on him. God is waiting on you to ask whatever it is that you need. God is waiting for you just to come to him. He's knocking. He's knocking. Are you going to answer him? Or are you going to answer them? think you should answer him. Why? Because when you answer God, he's going to do it. Oh, he's going to do it. Go ahead, go ahead. Guess what? Come on. It's yours. Victory is yours. Come on. I know some of you may have feel down and out. I know it seems like the devil done took you over. But guess what? Today, victory is yours. Come on, whatever it is. In your body, in your marriage, in your financing, in your ministry, Wherever you need victory, it is yours today. You got to come on. You you got to take it back. You got to take it back. You are in control of your victory. You are in control of your joy. You are in control of your peace. You are in control of your finances. I'm not saying that it's you that would do it. It's God. But He's given us the power. He's given us the authority to take back what is ours. To take what is ours and to subdue and take dominion. So take it back right now. If you gotta take your household back, take it back. You gotta take your marriage back, take it back. If you gotta take your kids back, take it back. That's right. Apostle Joe, walk it out. Apostle Joe walk it out. Apostle Joe walk it out. Victory is yours. So 
allow the presence of God to take over this place. I come against the atmosphere. I come against every transmission, every frequency that is even coming through social media. Right now, I command it to come into alignment with the will of God. We come against every spirit of voice in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against every distracted spirit of voice now in the name of Jesus.
Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, 
and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Yeah, tomorrow, and it's not going to be like today. Amen. We give God the glory, we give God the honor, and we thank God for our tomorrow. Glory to God. Amen. So we give God the praise. Hallelujah. We don't take it for granted. Amen. For what he is doing and what he has done. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and get ready for the word. Hallelujah. Amen. We just thank God for you joining us again. That's right. Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry, Soar International. Hallelujah. Network. God bless you, Apostle Joe. Hallelujah. As a more. And I am Lady Apostle Robin Stokes. God bless everybody. And we thank you for joining us. And you can come out. Amen. I know that now with COVID-19, um, things have been lifted. So we, but I think it's been kind of going on anyway. So we are open. So anybody that likes to come and fellowship with us, you don't have to just be on the social media. We're here. Amen. It's nothing like coming into the glory of God. Amen. And coming to the atmosphere. Even though I know you feel it wherever you are through social media because God is a God that can touch wherever you are. But it's nothing like coming into his presence by coming to location. So those that may not know where we are, we're at 1115 Hicks Boulevard. That's Sweet 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and get ready. We've been into a we've been in a place of love series, and I'm going to actually minister the word on today. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to stay right there because I believe anytime the Spirit of God give us such a word, and we thank God for Hallelujah, um, uh, Pastor Apostle Joe L. As a more because as he's been talking about patience and kindness, Hallelujah. It all blends into love. Amen. And I'm telling you, God has been giving us some good revelation on love and patience and kindness. Amen. Brotherly love. Amen. So as we continue to talk about the same thing, the Lord God has given unto me as well um, um, something about love. Amen. As Apostle Joe asked me to step in for today. Hallelujah. It's always good to be with one accord. Amen. Um, operating under the same spirit and that is of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, because we're able to just still come with the same word. Amen. Maybe different voice, but same spirit in God. Amen. So you is always good to be ready, ready when the Lord is calling on you, because you never know when you may have to step up. So as we are going now into the word, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So as we're going to start in the word of talking about love, hallelujah. Got a little 
get going. Hallelujah. I think that's going to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. It's nothing like having sound, something about sound. Hallelujah. We need the good sound so that we can knock the enemy down. Hallelujah. When we're preaching the word of God. Amen. So we thank God for a sound. Hallelujah. Having a sound mind as well. Hallelujah. We thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you for sound. Hallelujah. So as we're going to go forth, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word that you have released unto us. Allow your servant to speak it as the Holy Spirit is giving it to her. God, let your people's hearts be open and ready for such a word and demonstration of your power, your glory. As we talk about the power of agape inside out. God, is, we know it's only through your love that give us the ability to love. So God, as this word has, is being released, let your people receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and glory to God. Amen. Let me just read a passage of scripture before we get into what the Lord has given unto me. Amen. We're in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I want to talk about, hallelujah, charity never fail. But the word that the Lord has given me on this morning as we're continuing to talk about love, as Apostle Joe talked about patience and love kindness, which equals love, we're still talking about the power of love. Amen. Hallelujah. So in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, um, verse 1, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. Amen. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have no charity, it profits me nothing. Charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envies not. Charity bends not itself, is not puffed up. We're talking about love. I'm in the King James Version, so it's saying charity, but charity is meaning love. Do not behave itself unseemly, seek not her own, is not easily provoked, think no evil, rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. Charity never fail, but where there be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then which is in part shall be done away. Amen. One thing we must understand, even now that we have read the word, uh, Apostle Job talked about long, suffering long and kindness and patience. Patience and kindness and brotherly love. 
which were still right there. The power of agape inside out, meaning God's love. And here it says that though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I become a sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. What is this saying to us? Well, first of all, Apostle Paul is letting us know that we can prophesy, we can lay hands, we can have all wisdom, we can have all knowledge, we can even feed the poor, we can go out our way. But if we don't have love, my God, it is all nothing. You know, a lot of times somebody can prophesy to you very, very clear with clarity, but they have no love. See, love is patience. Are you, can you be patient with somebody where they are? It's hard for us to be patient with people where they are, especially us that, that, are, that are in Christ, those that are leaders. Sometimes we forget that we come out of those rubbish places that most of our members are coming out of. And sometimes we don't have the patience to deal with them. And sometimes we push them off to someone else or we say, oh, they need deliverance. Yes, they need deliverance, but at the same time, we must have patience. See, love is something that cannot be given to you by man. First of all, love comes from God. God gave his only begotten son so that we can have a second chance. See, love is not something that we can go buy at a supermarket. Love is not something that we can go buy at a convenience store. Love is something that is birthed inside out of us. Love is something that is created with us. But first, we must have love with the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, and love with ourselves in order for us to be able to love somebody else. See, you can't love somebody if you've never been loved. You, can, you can't love somebody if you don't know what love is. So you got to understand what love is and where love comes from. Love comes from first our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, because our Father in Heaven loved us so much that he gave us his only begotten son, meaning that he allowed him to lay down his life for us. Even though we are such sinners, we are, have such a sinful nature, and we are so faithless to God, but God is so faithful to us. He loved us that much to say, you know what, I'm going to give you a second chance. I'm giving you a second chance called life. And then not only am I going to give you a second chance called life, but I'm going to let you be able to make your own decision. But I must let you know that there is a decision that is a good decision and there is a decision that is a bad decision. If you make the right decision, which is a good decision, then you can have all things in me. But if you, have, if you make a decision that is a bad decision, then you remove yourself from me. So when you have removed yourself from me, you can't call on my name. When you remove yourself from me, I can't protect you as well as I can protect you when you're in me. So we must understand that we have the right to make our own choices, but we need to make sure the choice that we make is the right choice. See, one thing I must let you know that love is the key to genuine faith. See, a faith that works or the obedience of faith, because as Apostle Paul states, faith works by what? Love. When we go into the book of Galatians, chapter 5 and 6, hallelujah, it talks about how faith works by what? Love. See, true love is an agreement and true and living faith. 
And it's what is most essential and distinguished in it. Because we remember in the beginning, what's the word? That's right. In the beginning, what's the word? And the word was what? With God. And because the word was with God, the word was God. Uh-huh. He was in the beginning with God and all things were made through him. And without him was not anything what made that was made. See, even um, the gospel John, hallelujah, is a, paints a portrait of our Lord Jesus Christ and his saving work. It focuses on his last three years of Jesus' life and especially on his death and his resurrection. But the most important thing that we need to know about this word is found in our verse 15. When we read down, it says that the word became flesh. So in John 3 and 16, as we have read that, as you go down to verse 14, it says, I mean, up to verse 14, it says, the word became what flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory and the glory of his only son from the father, which was full of grace and truth. And that word refers to who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. So therefore, because the word, hallelujah, became flesh, God is love. So that means that any, when we have accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, because love is already in the Son, and we receive him through the Spirit, that means that the same Spirit of our Lord Jesus Christ that dwells in us has that same love in us. But we also have to work our faith in that love. So that means that even if we may not have been loved as a child, most of us may not have been loved as a child like most children have been loved. Maybe you grew up in a family where it was only maybe your mother raising you or maybe just your father raising you. But most of us maybe was in a household where our mother and father had to work so much that other people raised us. So we really did not experience that motherly and that fatherly love. Yes, we experienced love from the people that were taking care of us, but let me help you. That love is a little different because it is something about motherly love, especially the one who have given birth unto you. It's like the um, umbilical cord when you have been connected to the umbilical cord all the way until you came into the earth. It was through the umbilical cord that you receive your food and you receive water and you receive air. Do that cord to connect it to you, which you was in your womb of your mother, which you was in the matrix in your mother um, bowels, hallelujah, to where all of those things you got um, within you. But then when you came into this world, then you had to begin to breathe on your own. So even through the love that your mother had experienced, maybe through her childhood or experience through her life, that also connects to you. That's why even as you have been born and have been coming to this world, that you can also have not only that love that comes from your mother, but God also gives you his unconditional love. Hallelujah. And that unconditional love means that the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, loves us no matter what we are or where we at. Amen. He does not judge us. Amen. So at the end of the day, love is a special and complicated emotion. Amen. Which is quite difficult sometimes to understand because love does not revolve around the heart. It actually occurs in the brain. So what a man think of, he become. Amen. So at the end of the day, it's the brain that generates chemical signals to make us understand what love really reflects. 
Again, like I said, love is the key to genuine faith. But when you read down and go to John um, um, chapter 15, verse 13, it says, Greater love, meaning agape, has no one than this, than lay down one's life for his friend. Hallelujah. Jesus himself perfectly exemplified this kind of love throughout his lifetime. Jesus laid down his life for us. Amen. That means that even though he created everything, he understood everything. The Father, hallelujah. Just imagine Jesus coming down to come into humanity just to experience our hurt, our pain, and what we go through. Amen. So that we can have a second chance. He comes down and he goes into the arms, hallelujah, of his mother Mary. The same arms that he created. Come on now, what a God that is. He created the arms of Mary. Amen. When he took woman out of the rib of man and created one man when he put Adam to sleep. Amen. So just imagine through his creation, him creating one man in order so that man would not live, hallelujah, alone. He created that one man and came down and laid in the arms of that woman that he created so that he can lay down his life for you and me. That type of love, my God, you can never find in a lifetime. He laid down his love so that we can have life and life more abundant. He laid down his love so that we can have eternal life, so that we cannot just enjoy the things of this world. Amen. Because these things shall perish. These things shall go away. But when we have eternal life in Christ Jesus, it is for eternity. Amen. So love should never fail us. We should never forget about our Lord Jesus Christ who exemplified that love when he died for us. When he came down into the arms. Come on, I don't know if you really understand what I'm talking about. But he came down to be in the arms of one man who he created. Hallelujah. To take care of him. Amen. And then he went on his journey so that we can have life. Even though he fed the 5,000, he fed the 7,000. He created many miracle signs and wonders. At the end of the day, when they said crucify him, the same Lord that saved them, the same Lord that set them free, the same Lord that fed them, they are the same ones that said what? Crucify him. But his love did not fail because even beside the thief and the robber, he said, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they do. See, that's what love does. Love forgives. Love bears. Love is not envious. Love does not um, self-seeking for itself, meaning that I'm promoting myself. But love promote others. Love help others. Love get out of their need. Love give out of even a situation that they may be in, but because the love that they have not for you, not for him, but the love that they have for the Father. See, what we do is because we have that love for the Father. It can't be for the love that we have for our brethren, because even at the same time, we yes, we have love for our brethren, but we first have to have love with our Father, because it is our Father, Jesus Christ, that gives us more and more of his love, so that we can be able to love our brethren, because it is not easy loving our brethren. Why? Because offenses come. Things happen. People do things to us, so we still have to simplify our love. Amen. Amen? Amen. So at the end of the day, Jesus gave 
his life to us. And he continued to give his life to us and his time and his energy to us. As we come to him in prayer, as we come to him and ask to him to help us in whatever situation, amen. He continues to give of himself. He continues to give his time. He continues to serve us. He continues to sacrifice everything for us so that we can have life. See, this kind of love of God wants each and every last of us to exemplify the same love within our life. Again, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoice with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never spares. Now, how can we produce love as a solid foundation? I'm glad you asked. First, love must contain all of its ingredients to become a firm, solid foundation, which is our key to a life that has a significant dignity and value. See, as a concrete foundation is made, we're going to do that on today. We're going to not only hear the word through application, but we're going to also do a demonstration of God's word. And how are we going to do that? We're going to take the concrete foundation that is made of sand, that's made of sand, this is sand right here. And then we're going to take the concrete foundation that's made of gravel, which is this right here. And then we're going to take the cement which is this small thing for you to see right now. But it's going to get larger because we're going to stand on the rock of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what we're going to do is we're going to properly mix them together. Amen. With water, which is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We know that water brings what? Life. Hallelujah. Amen. Because in Luke 6, 48, it says, He is like a man which is built in a house and dig deep and lay the foundation on a rock. Hallelujah. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vermily upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. So at the end of this demonstration, we're going to stand on a firm rock, which is not just in um, seek of the rock, but on our Lord Jesus Christ. So are you ready? Are you ready to build your strong, solid foundation of love upon the rock? Okay, now let's mix our four main ingredients to produce the solid foundation. Amen. But before we do that, we need to understand that there are different styles of God's love. Amen. And the different styles of love that we talk about in the Bible is agape, eros, and filios, amen, and sorge, amen. These are four different styles of expressing love. So a lot of times when we say, oh, we love God, that is a different love of agape, or we may love our brethren, that is a different love of agape. But then you have filio, and eros, and sorge love. So what is agape? Agape means love. 
Agape is an unconditional love that seems beyond the outer surface and accepts the re recipient from whom they are, regardless of their flaws, shortcomings, or faults. Did you hear what I said? Agape is unconditional, meaning that no matter how many flaws I may have or how many um, situations in my life that I may have to overcome, you're still going to love me regardless of any of those shortcomings, of any of those failures. You should be able to love your brethren, meaning that if they don't look like you, if they don't talk like you, if they don't act like you, the agape love allows you to see beyond their behavior, beyond their flaws, beyond their shortcomings. Agape love means that you're willing, you're willing to be patient and kind to them. See, a lot of times we're able to love on just the surface. But when we go beyond the surface, that is where the test come. It's easy to love somebody that loves you. But could you love somebody that don't like you? And the thing is, it's not that they don't like you because you did something to them. They don't like you because sometimes the love that you carry within you. And because they don't know how to exemplify that type of agape love, then they are offended with you. Why? Because maybe they did never have that love in their lifetime. Maybe as a child, they didn't have a mother to love them. As a father, didn't have a father in their life. Women sometimes run after men because they don't understand what love really is. Because they didn't have a father to actually groom them, to teach them how it should be if a man loves you or what a man should do with you and take you out on a nice day instead of just trying to use you and try to take advantage of your body or take advantage of your positioning. Sometimes men come around just because the favor that you may have on your life. But if they're not talking about marriage and they're not talking about a lifetime commitment with you and they're not a man that fears God, you better move away from them quickly because it can take you away from your purpose and your destiny. And that is the same thing for you, men. If that woman is not a God-fearing woman and that woman doesn't know, hallelujah, to, and they're not coming with a commitment of love, loving you, but just trying to get what they need from you, you need to go into a place of prayer and ask God, is this the woman for me? Is this the man for me? Because some of us is getting hurt because they're in situations where a man and just tell you anything. You know, men is a man of nature to where they go about what they see. You know, there are men that go by, you know, and it's just normal. That's just who they are. So sometimes they are confused about the love. They are confused about, you know, if they want to fall in love or if they're in love. And sometimes they have been hurt. So they don't really know how to love. And the same thing vice versa with women. They may have been in love and been hurt. So they may look at every man the same way. But the thing is, we're going to talk a little bit more about that love and the other loves. But this is agape love. When we know that it is God's love. We know that we're going to love people in spite of who they are, what they do. But sometimes people don't know how to love because they've never been loved. That's why you got to get in a place and ask God to show you his love. Because when God shows you his love, then he'll be able to heal those wounds and those scars where you've never been loved. And then he can replace that with his godly love. Sometimes you may not have a mother or a father that could have showed you that love. But our Lord Jesus Christ is here to to give you that love, to show you what love look like, to show you how love feel, so that you won't go looking for love in the wrong places. But sometimes we don't have the patience for God. We want to move out of our 
comfort zone and find love another way. When God is saying, no, daughter, no, son, come to me. I am your father. Let me show you what my love is. Sometimes it's going to take a little bit more time for you to experience that love in Christ in order for you to be able to exemplify that love within yourself. And then you will be able to know what real love is so that when people come to embrace you with agape love, you will know that it's of God and it's not of the eros or the filios or the storage love. Amen. You will know God's love. So as we are praying on today, I pray that the love of God be released unto the ones that may not have that love to show them what love is because it is the type of love that everyone strives to have for themselves. This is something that we should strive for to have agape, hallelujah, which is God's love. And although we may not like someone, we decide to love them anyway because we have to love in spite of because how can we say we love God but don't love our brethren? How can we say we love God and can't even speak to our brother? We will come in a place and walk right past people and not even say a simple word, hello, how you doing? Because we have offenses, because we may envy them or we may be jealous of them. Let me tell you something. Don't let nobody mess up your love in with God. Just because you may have an offense, you better ask God to help you overcome that offense. Because no matter what, we have to love our brother. And let me tell you something. One type of love, you know, it always happens in the church. You know, people will always try to take a... Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232 advantage of your gifts trying to take advantage of your kindness take advantage of your love even though god give us wisdom god give us understanding and knowledge and know how far to go but god will tell us hold up stop right there you've done enough let me step in because god is not gonna let us be a doormat and let people just Wipe their foot on us. No, that's not the type of God we serve. So you have people that are in the church that target people's heart, that are very kind, that are very giving, that's very loving, and tries to use them. 
But God will reveal to redeem. He will expose the enemy. And then when he exposed them, just still love them. But know that he's going to give you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on how to deal with them. And will remove you so that they won't be able to continue to take advantage of you. And guess what? God will deal with them. Because one thing you got to be careful with is messing with God's people. You cannot just mess with God's people and think you're just going to get away with it. That's why even the Bible tells us that we don't have to fight our enemy. God will fight for us. Amen. So when people do us wrong, yes, as a human, we get upset. As humans, we do sometimes blow steam. But let me help you. I'm learning to take my hands off and just move out the way and let God. When I've been doing that, let me tell you, God has been showing up in the matter. God has been showing up in a situation, and guess what? It's been on my behalf. So all you have to do is give it to your Heavenly Father and allow His love to stay in you and still love them that tries to overtake you or tries to do whatever they try to do to you and let God deal with them. That is a God-made love. When we're able to sacrifice our love in spite of what somebody is trying to do to us. See, this kind of love is all about sacrifice as well as giving and expecting nothing in return. See, a lot of times people come and just do things for you because they expect something at the end. But when you truly have a God bag, you won't come and do what you do for people in spite of them giving you anything at the end. It's not going to be for a tick or for a tack. I do this because you do that. No, I'm doing this because the love that's in me of God and God is telling me to do it. So that's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it because I got to do it. I'm doing it first of all because my Heavenly Father is telling me to do it. And not only is he telling me to do it, I see that there is a need. Like the Bible reminds us, not being self-seeking, meaning that we seek to help others of their something of their situation or something that they may need. Amen. So we sometimes have to not look at what we need or what we have to have and make sure that we seek the spirit of God. And maybe there may be a need that somebody else may have that God wants us to help in. So that is called sacrifice. Are we willing to sacrifice? Hallelujah, our love for somebody else. Are we willing to sacrifice our love to help somebody else? Is we willing to sacrifice our love to be somewhere for somebody else? Or to do things that maybe we may not do for our loved ones or do even for ourselves? Are we willing to make that sacrifice of love? Love is a sacrifice. Are we willing to sacrifice our love just to satisfy our Heavenly Father? See, it's not a sacrifice of pleasing man. What we do, we should not do it unto man. We need to do it unto God. When we do what we do unto God, guess what? It will last. Amen. But when we do what we do unto man, if they offend us, we're going to be offended. So that's why we need to make sure whatever we're doing, that we need to go to God and say, God, is you? do you want me to give? Do you want me to say? Do you want me to go? Should I connect? Everything needs to be unto God. So when everything is unto God, and we know that we're sacrificing everything unto God because of his unconditional love, we know that at the very end, it's going to be tangible. Something that's going to be produced out of that. So it is a sacrifice. Amen. So when we sacrifice, hallelujah, even when we look at it, love is demonstrated also by our behavior. It's not just our words. We can say that we love somebody, but love is not by word. Love is by action. How 
how are we talking to that person? How are we doing to that person? Let me tell you, when you are a liar and you lie and you constantly say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and you don't do what you say, come on, that is your behavior. So your behavior is exemplifying that you are not always a person of truth. Amen. Because you do, you, you do not stick to your word. So our words is very important. So what we say, we need to make sure that we do. That's like faith. Faith is dead without words. You can say you got faith all day long. But if you don't work your faith, come on now, it is dead. So you have to get out there and work your faith. If you say, oh, I need a job. And then when you get a job, but you don't want to get up on time, you want to be late. Guess what? You asked for a job. You had faith. You went out. You did the application. You went through the interview. They hired you. Now here come your faith. Your faith got to work because now you have to be on time. You have to do a productive job in order to keep the job. Job, and if you don't do that, then guess what? You're going to get fired. So your faith has to produce something of works. So we can sit and say all day we love God. But let me tell you something. One way that we know those that love God because they keep their word. They do their word. Their word become action and not word. A lot of times when we don't have money, a lot of times when we don't have what we need, and God begin to do wonders in our life, we will say all day long before we get it, oh God, if you just bless me, if you just do this, I'm going to make sure that I still do the work of the Lord. I'm still going to come to church. I'm still going to help out the ministry. I'm still going to go in the bad ways and the highways. I'm still going to go on my job and serve the poor. I'm still going to go into everything you was doing before you got the job. Everything you was doing before you got to a place where you are now. You're going to continue to do those things even more. Why? First, because you love God. Because it is God that gives gave you the ability to produce more and to receive a, um, receive something out of what you're doing because of something that you asked them because of your faithfulness. But a lot of times when we receive the blessings from God, we stop. We're never on time for God. We're always late. We don't do what we say. But when the job calls us, we're on time. When the job say be there, we're there. And when the job tells us to do this, we do that. But when it comes to God, we are so late for God. And guess what? How can we say we love God when we can't sacrifice our time? Meaning being on time for God. Doing things in excellence for God. Would you invest in the things of God, meaning with you go out and you spend your money on maybe instruments. Would you spend fourteen thousand dollars on instrument, or would you look at that fourteen thousand dollars and say, "I can use this to invest in a business"? That's the question that you ask yourself. That right there will let you know who you love most. Do you love your God or do you love your investment? Amen. When you can invest the things in God that sometimes is more so valuable when you can invest it and maybe an investment that you know that can bring back hallelujah um, a, a, a surplus in your bank account but let me tell you, God is the surplus. He is the bank account. He is the banker. He the one who gonna multiply the fourteen thousand. So if you invest that fourteen thousand in the kingdom of God, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, and everything will be added onto you. You seek that thing in fourteen thousand in the things of the kingdom of God, and watch God. He not gonna only double that thing. He gonna triple that thing and give you more and more. See, one of the things we must understand is that when God give us, we need to 
give also unto God. A lot of times we say, oh, we're not working. So how can we pay tithes and offering? When you love God, offering means that you will give even out of maybe something of somebody giving you. Or maybe something that you may have that you saved up. That's your offering. Your tithes usually come out of a 10% of your making. So you cannot just walk out of the house of God and not even give anything. So even if you don't have a job, but you still have something, maybe saved or something, maybe somebody just gave you as an offering, you can, because God knows your heart. God knows what you can give. Amen. That also is a sign of love. Do you love God? Do you love God enough to give everything? Do you love God enough to lay down your life? Do you love God enough, hallelujah, to do all these things I'm saying? This is the type of God faith that we're talking about. God's love, loving God, and then loving his people. Because we must love God's people. No matter what they may have done to us, no matter what where they may come from, we have to love God's people as a whole. Is it easy as I stand before you as a woman of God today, as a servant of God first? No, it's not easy. But when God gives you that agape love, yes, it becomes easy. Because you don't look at people's flaws. You don't look at their shortcomings. And sometimes you don't even look at the hurt that they may have caused you. Because sometimes people hurt you and people use you and people do all type of bad things against you. But when you know you have the love of God, God gives you an agape that can allow you to love beyond and beyond. But he will not let you be a rug to be stepped on and stepped over. Hallelujah. But he will allow you to be patient with people. He will show you how to be kind to them. He will show you how to love them. But he will also move you out the way so that he can work on their heart and make their hearts become a new heart. So this right here is a form of love of God's hallelujah demonstration through his agape. Then we have filio. This love refers to an affectionate type of love. It is a warm, tender, platonic love. It makes you desire friendship with someone. It is a kind of love which levels up the agape love. Although you may have agape love for your enemies, you may not have filial love for the same people. Hold up, wait a minute. Now that right there is deep. Amen. So when you translate this word filio, hallelujah, filio, it is the love, hallelujah, that is how you feel about somebody. It is a committed and chosen love. Amen. Then you have eros, is a passionate, intense love that arouses through romantic feelings. Now this right here is through, hallelujah, sexual type of love. It is a kind that often triggers through high feelings and relationships where you may say to them, hey, I love you or I love him, but it is just a feeling. It is an emotional love, maybe because of touching, maybe because sometimes through your eyes and what you see. So it becomes sexual, hallelujah, to where now you're thinking outside of the will of God, hallelujah, which is the agape love. So this love is not considered the agape, but it is an erosed type of love. And although um, as this being a romantic love, it is important, Hallelujah. When you are starting out, hallelujah, maybe you may begin to have a relationship with somebody or you may begin to love somebody. You know, this is a type of love, hallelujah, 
that you may begin to um, have, um, have within yourself. But you also have to be careful because those that are not married, you need to make sure that you keep yourself and make sure that you don't defile yourself in this type of love. Because, because by it being a romantic love and it stores up such a feeling of emotional and sexual, hallelujah, feelings, it can cause you to go down the wrong road before you're married. So you want to make sure that you keep yourself Hallelujah. Even as you're feeling this type of love, but it shows you a passion of, of someone that you may be involved in. It is like a romantic love in the beginning, meaning that you begin to have feelings for this individual and maybe looking to date them as either um, a girlfriend or boyfriend to become your husband or to become your wife. Amen. But not to just be get in the bed with the person. Amen. Let's make that clear. This is not something that we should just go get in the bed with somebody because we're feeling this type of erosive love. I'm just telling you, these are the feelings that arouse from this type of love. But we have to be careful because we want to make sure that we keep ourselves and we don't defile, hallelujah, ourselves so that when we do, hallelujah, find our husband or, I mean, excuse me, when a, when a husband finds the wife, because the Bible says, that when a husband finds a wife, he finds what? A good thing with favor. Amen. So therefore, when he finds you, hallelujah, then the roast actually will also be part of this love. Amen. So as we look at this, it also allows us to um, make sure that it is healthy, that it is good and a progressive, hallelujah, type of relationship and having these feelings. Amen. But at the same time, it allows your love to work together, hallelujah, so that you can build a friendship, something that will be life-lasting, so that your agape and your filet and then now storage, which is a kind of family and friendship love. This love, hallelujah, usually is something that is between maybe family, children, your mother, your father, the love of a family member for one another. This love right here we're talking about, Sturge, is a love that may come from a friendship. And even through a friendship, that may even come into a romantic relationship. Meaning that you're looking at each other maybe for future plans of becoming your husband or becoming your wife. So it is a type of love that is unconditional. It does not look at your flaws and it does not look at the faults. Amen. But it looks at... Amen. It don't look at the flaws on the fly, but it looks at the things of God. Amen. And then also. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Drives you to forgive and it don't allow you to be bitter, but it allows you to be committed. It allows you to be sacrificial. It makes you feel secure. Hallelujah. It makes you feel comfortable. Amen. So at the end of the day, those are the type of loves that we express that I just explained to you. But now, now that we have these types of loves, and we understand that we're going to mix up an agape love, a foundational love, by taking the sand, hallelujah, which is our foundation, hallelujah. So we're going to go ahead and start this demonstration, hallelujah, so that 
we can see what we're standing on, which is, hallelujah, our rock of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, hallelujah, Emmanuel, could you come and bring the stool right here in the front, amen, for me. Amen. So I need you to help me. Push it back some. I need you to help me. Amen. So what we're going to do, we're going to take the, stand, the sand. I need you to take the sand. I need you to pour it in that bowl for me. Taking the sand by itself cannot form a solid foundation. So however, it is necessary for this ingredient to be strengthened with consistency in order to bring the concrete to where it needs. So now when we add in the gravel, now we're adding the gravel in with the sand, it is still not sufficient to hold together. But these elements is just binding materials that make each um, surface to stick together in order for all the covenant ingredients to mix properly together. So now that we have all those things, what do we need to mix it? We need water. We need Holy Ghost. Amen. The Spirit of God. That's in all things. The Spirit of God is what gives us the ability to love. The Spirit of God give us just a little bit at a time. Don't make it so watery. So the Spirit of God allows us, hallelujah, to love. Hallelujah. It allows us to not to provoke others, not to envy others, not to be self-seeking or doing things in vain, but it allows us to be patient and love kindness. So is it a little thick? Okay, look at that. So that's kind of thick. So as he's mixing that, hallelujah. So he's mixing because the water needs to be added, which represents the Holy Spirit and the power of God's love, which is the agape. Now we are ready to, we're blending these four covenant elements together. Because we're going to build a solid rock. So now that we have properly mixed these things, so kind of show them, put a little bit close to the um, screen here so they can see. Okay. Lift it up a little bit so they can see. Okay, there we go. Okay, you see how we mixed that? And we got it all mixed. That's any time that you're building. In order for them to bring, okay, you can bring it back. Now, in order for them to build concrete, when you see houses that are being built, most of the blocks and the firm foundation of the structure is built with what? Cement and concrete, which is blended together in order for it to have what? A solid foundation, in order for them to continue to build upon that foundation so that when they build the house up, that it will be firm and it will stay. Amen. So now that we have blended in all of this, we properly blended in the sand, the cement, gravel, and the water. See, the covenant extension ingredients together as one is a solid concrete. Now what is formed? Hallelujah. So now as we take that, now as we take that back, Now what we have, here man. now what we have, we have the rock, hallelujah, this is the rock, this is the rock that was created through mixing the sand and the gravel and the water, it's the rock which is formed, and this is strength is more in the concrete mixture as it contains the rock, 
This makes the structure stronger and durable. Now that all these covenant elements have been properly mixed, the finished product of the power of agape, which is love, has been formed to weather the circumstantial whirlwinds and the waves of consequences and trials that will mostly solely crash against this firm, solid rock built on this rock, the power of agape. So we need revelation, not realization for success. And all these essential ingredients that we just used with the sand, the gravel, and the water to create this rock that we stand on, which is our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is the rock of the power of agape. So our finishing product, hallelujah, is the rock, our Jesus Christ, hallelujah. So at the end of the day, thank you, Emmanuel. Let's give him a hand for helping us, amen. So at the end of the day, guess what? God will create in us a solid foundation of his love, which is his agape. So that we can be able to love not only ourselves, but to love others. Love others in a, in a way that we never loved them before. Because one thing we must understand is that we are people and we are not, we are not perfect. Things happen in our life. But at the end of the day, God is also grooming some of us. So sometimes we have to take our hands off and let God be God. So sometimes our love can be overbearing sometimes. That's why God needs for us to get into a place to hear his voice so that we would know when to take our hands off so that God can be God. Because sometimes we think we're the savior. We try to save everybody. But at the end of the day, we can't save anybody. We must let God work that out. Because if we're always there, then the people are going to think it is us and that's God. We're not God. So we have to make sure that it is God that's telling us what to do, how to do it, where to do it, who to do it with, and where to do it, so that we can make sure that we're not standing in the way of God. Because at the end of the day, people have to have an intimate relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ in order for them to understand the power of agape inside out, because it starts within their selves. Amen. So in order for them to receive God's love, they have to be have that intimate relationship in Christ so that God can show them his love so that he can heal them from all any pain from even their childhood or whatever relationship or whatever situation that they may have to come through. He will heal you, but you have to allow him to take the band-aid off of your scar so that it can heal properly. A lot of times we take the band-aid off, but then we put the band-aid back on. Let me tell you, a, scar, a, a, a wound would never heal without air getting to it. A wound would not heal without putting the right um, antibiotic on it. So you have to make sure that the antibiotic, which is our love from our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, and and allowing him to heal that wound so that it will be able to heal properly. So that even when a scar comes, then when it, the scar won't even remain. It will be as though you never had that wound. And a lot of us is walking in such wounds in our heart with bitterness, unforgiveness, and we don't know how to love. We don't know what love looks like because we have had so many things happen to us in our life. But if we allow God to start with us inside out and begin to heal us inside out, then our love will begin to show on the outside even more. So let me tell you, on today, I hope that the Holy Spirit has spoken to your heart.
because it's all about love. It's all about not just loving yourself, but loving others, loving people where they are, loving people where they're going, and being patient and being kind to those that God may bring in your life. Is it easy? No, it's not. Because we all have different personalities. We all have different behaviors that we deal with. So we have to learn to be patient, like Apostle Joe been talking for the last two Sundays about patience and um, kindness. We have to have the spirit of patience. Is it easy? No. It's like us going to a store. If we can't wait in line or we're in traffic and we can't wait in line, how are we going to wait on people? How are we going to wait on God's people? It's not going to be easy. So when we learn to just be patient maybe in that grocery store line, be patient on the highway, be patient just with, with that, then we will learn to be patient with people. So in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that the word of God that have went forth on today, that the power of agape inside out and through your demonstration on building a solid foundation through your four main ingredients, God, have allowed them, oh God, to allow love to be their portion, to allow love to be not only what they talk, but what their action is. And God, I pray that their hearts are turned from any wickedness, anything that would not allow them to love, but allow their love to be stronger and stronger, first loving you and then loving themselves so that they would be able to love others in the mighty name of Jesus and every hurt, every pain, any bitterness, unforgiveness, any doubt, any unbelief or anything that will cause them not to be able to feel your love or to understand what your agape is. Right now, I ask you, oh God, to open up their hearts, oh God. Let their hearts, oh God, be filled with your agape on this day. In Jesus' name, amen and glory to God. So amen, glory to God, hallelujah. You know, the Holy Spirit don't take that long. Whenever he gives his word, he give it, amen. And so I'm going to let the Holy Spirit rest because he has spoken on the power of agape inside out on this morning. But there may be one that may not know Christ. There may be one that may, I'm not going to even say no. I always change that because I know you don't heard. You may not have accepted him as a difference. Now, I know you heard of Christ Jesus, but you just may not accept him. Because you probably thought, well, maybe I'm messed up because I'm drinking, because I'm smoking, because I'm out here in the world. Because I'm, Let me tell you, God wants you to come as you are. Amen. Let me tell you, you ain't going to be able to give it all together before you come to Christ. You got to come to Christ as you are. When you come to Christ as you are, he'll work that thing out of you. He already knows who you are, who you're going to be, and where you're going. So don't wait until you think you get it right. You need to come now because you may not make it tomorrow. And you want to make sure that when he comes, he don't say, depart from me. I never knew you. So today is the day. Hallelujah. You may not have done it yesterday, but today is a new day. You can accept Christ as your Lord and Savior right now, wherever you are, by accepting him as your Lord and Savior, saying that you confess with your mouth, you believe in your heart, that he is your love and your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. You hear me? Love. Love is coming out of my mouth. Hallelujah. See, when love is in you, love just flow, right? So love, that he is your Lord, he is your Savior. Amen. And that you know that he died for you. Hallelujah. He laid down his life for you. Hallelujah. And accept him right now as your Lord and Savior. And then guess what? All you got to do is open your mouth really wide. And you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The precious Holy Spirit. Which allows you to tread over every scorpion, every serpent. Hallelujah. That tries to rise up. But let me warn you. Now that you have accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You think it's not going to be a piece of cake. I'll be lying. If I'll be lying. Standing here saying, oh, now that you are saved, Christ, everything going to be... This is where the test begins. But guess what? If you accepted him as your Lord and Savior, if you received the Holy Spirit, 
He gives you power. He gives you authority to be able to overcome the enemy. But it takes time. And God will give you the right um, equipment, the right weaponry, which he's giving you the armor of God to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Hallelujah. So as God also puts you in that right place for you to be in, the divine connections that he connects you to, that God will even open up your mind of understanding. He will enlighten your eyes. He will illuminate your mind so that when you open up the word of God, he will be able to speak to you through his word. He will give you understanding through his word. He will lead you to his mysteries in his word, through revelations in his word. He will speak to your heart. He will heal you. He will make you whole and that your faith will be increased more and more the more that you study the word of God. So now that you accept your um, Lord and Savior, we welcome you to the kingdom of God. You are a son of God and we thank God for your life. We thank God for you joining us as well. Hallelujah. Soar International Network and Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. Amen. Apostle Joe L. Azamore, we thank you, man of God, for being here. And I am a lady, Apostle Robin. We thank those that are here, those that may be listening to us alive. We're not having a Sunday service on this evening because Actually, um, the service remembers every second and fourth Sunday at 6 p.m. Amen. But we are in the midnight um, prayers. Amen. Friday night prayers. Amen. So every first and third Friday, 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., we'll be doing midnight fire Friday night prayers. Amen. And we are here with the food pantry Tuesday through Thursday by appointment or if you're in need and need it before Tuesday and Thursday, you can call 330-6878, and we're located at 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. Amen. May God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name, and we thank you for joining us. Amen. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.